five important points, and all the five points are verified. First, there is cover-up in China about SARS-CoV-2 outbreak. There is already human-to-human -human transmission. This is a highly mutant virus. There is no intermediate host. The Wuhan Huanan seafood market is just a smoke screen from Chinese government. This virus is not from nature. It is a lab-modified virus. What gives you this level of certainty to say you know? Because you're saying, I know for a fact this is man-made. How do you know? More than my scientific evidence I present in this report and also the next one. This is a very important matter. The world stopped for six months. Million people have died because it is. If this is man-made, they need to be held accountable. And if you, based on your research that you're making, you're not right, I think we also need to know that you were wrong in certain places. Yeah. Quite frankly, don't trust both sides 100%. So together with all these things, I think it's easy for people to understand who is lying. If what you say is true, this could be the biggest cover-up of this century. So my guest today is Dr. Li Meng Yen, who uh, recently was interviewed on the Tucker Carlson show. And in a span of five days, her interview, five-minute clip, got nearly three million views. And it created a lot of uh, havoc because she's been on a couple interviews in the past before. But she's a defector from China who made claims that says the coronavirus COVID-19 is not uh, through bats. It's actually man-made, and it was made intentionally. And she's made those claims. She wrote a paper about it. There are some folks that are not happy about it. National Geographic wrote a, uh, a paper about it on September 18th saying why misinformation about COVID-19's origins keeps going viral. Daily Beast uh, talked about Steve Bannon is behind bogus study that China created COVID. And we're going to cover that stuff as well. But a couple things you need to know about her, uh, her background. She left uh, April 28th of 2020. She came to New York April 29, 2020. We don't know her locations. We are not disclosing any location. Uh, she is uh, not very uh, uh, comfortable about her safety right now as we go through this interview. She went to university and got her MD from Zhang uh, Medical College of Central South University. She got her PhD from SMU Southern Medical University, known as First Military Medical Academy. And she was doing her research um, at University of Hong Kong. A very, very interesting story. And by the way, one thing everybody needs to know is a lot of times when I do these interviews, I think it's important for the audience to know, is there anything being paid to her? We're not paying her anything. She didn't ask for money. There is no additional way of compensating her. She's not selling a book. So a lot of times I get a red flag when somebody is trying to sell a book. And I hope YouTube allows this interview to stay on as a fair interview where others can make a decision for themselves about what she has to say. So having said that, uh, Dr. Uh, Li Meng Yang, thank you so much for being a guest on Valuetainment. Hi, Patrick. Thank you for having me. Yes, anytime. And and look, uh, uh, obviously with the current situation you're in yourself, I think the first question I want to ask is before we get into a lot of uh, these uh, claims and papers you've written is, you know, uh, I left Iran and I went to Germany. And then from oh. Germany, I came here. I lived in Iran for 10 years. And then I lived in Germany at refugee camp for two years. I have my own reasons why I left Iran, my family and I left Iran and came to the States. You are uh, seen as a defector, a defector is somebody that abandons their own country for another one. Why did you abandon China and come to the U.S.? Okay, so first, uh, I just want to ask, I didn't hear you clearly. Did you mention my PhD got from Central South Medical University is a 
formal military university, right? Because when I was there, I'm not the one in the army, and that was not the military university. Just to stress it, because someone tried to mislead this. I think that's very important for everybody to know. Meaning, you've never been part of the CCP. It's very, very no, people yeah, never. Yeah. Fair okay, enough. Okay, thank you. So the reason I have to leave China actually is very, very realistic because I was assigned to the secret investigation representative of WHO reference lab in the University of Hong Kong School of Public Health. And at that time, my supervisor, Professor Liu Peng, who is a WHO consultant in emerging disease, who asked me to do this investigation for the unknown pneumonia happened in Wuhan at the end of December, 31 December 2019. So at that time, lack of information from China government to even Hong Kong and also overseas. And then after the investigations, because I got my MD PhD from mainland, as you stressed, and I have my very unique but vast that kind of network from Chinese hospitals, authorities, including CDC, and also different institutes, including the military ones. And Another thing is I'm the only one in that core team who can speak in Mandarin and also have the two degrees. So that means I can communicate well and fully understand those information. So since I was assigned to do this work, as I already mentioned in other media, that I got the fact from China and respond to uh, Professor Liu Peng and also Professor Malik Paris, who is a co-head of the WHO lab and the top coronavirus expert, top one in the world. They both know the things, but they choose to keep silence and collaborate with Chinese Communist Party. And also I get warned that be careful, don't cross the red line. If not, you will be in trouble and you will be despaired. And they want me to keep silence too. So together with all the information I stressed before that all the things make me cannot keep silent because it's an urgent time. So 19th January, I have to go through a media that's based in YouTube. It's called Ludus Broadcast. It's a Chinese blogger who is in US to deliver the message anti-Chinese Communist Party with the truth. So I didn't know him before, but I trust him and he's the only one I can trust at that time to deliver the truth. So luckily I contact him and he respond to me. I spent two days from 17th January to 19th January to explain all the things I can tell him and let him understand the situation. And then he delivers a message out at night in Beijing time, 19th January, which include five important points and all the five points are verified. These five points are first, there is cover up in China about the SARS-CoV-2 outbreak. Cover up including the how they uh, use the wrong case number and also they claim there is no medical staff infected and other things, many other things. And the other, the second one is there is already human-to-human -human transmission exists. The third thing is, this is a highly mutant uh, virus. And if no stop, no country immediately, 
there would be a big outbreak in China and even worse. Remember that time only 62 cases in the world. So without intelligence and enough knowledge, I cannot tell such word. And the first thing is there is no intermediate host, no wild animal as host. The Wuhan Huanan seafood market is just a smoke screen from Chinese government. And the fifth thing is this virus is not from nature. It is a lab modified virus based on the Chinese military lab discovered and owned the Zhoushan bat coronavirus ZC45 and ZXC21. And from that, they become a harmful lethal virus. So all these five things now can be verified. And just within hours, we deliver this message out. The China government realized there is someone who really knows this fact inside. So they quickly have responded to that, including within four hours, they update the case number from 62 to 198. That was midnight in China. And the next morning, they admit that there are more cases out of Wuhan, in Shanghai, in Guangdong. And again, in the afternoon, they admit human-to-human -human transmission exists. Also, Chairman Xi issued the first statement in 2020, which put the SARS-CoV-2 infectious disease from the common things to the SARS level in the law as a highly infectious disease and has to be monitored. And again, three days later, they locked down Wuhan. But somehow, they still let people go around the world from Wuhan, which is very, very terrible. And from that time, I start to work with Mr. Lude because I again and again realized there are more things Chinese Communist Party want to cover up, including they try to hold the PPE from all over the world, but even not give the doctors in Wuhan who is on the fr front line to fight with the disease. Can you believe that? I mean, they hold all the things in the Red Cross storage, but not allow the Wuhan medical staffs to get it. And the Wuhan medical staffs are very pity. They ask for help online through the friends and government ask them to silence. And other things, including like Dr. Shi Zhengli, the bad woman, the famous one, since the 19th January, we delivered a message. The next day, they quickly submit a very famous nature paper now, which is a founding evidence for nature origin of SARS-CoV-2. The 20th January, they submit the paper with the RATG-13 virus to Nature Journal. And the 3rd February, Nature published it. The same day, another paper was published from Shanghai. That team said Zhou Shanbat virus actually was the closest one to this SARS-CoV-2, which can be the origin. And that team get punished. Their P3 lab gets shut down by the government. And Shi Jianli's RATG-13 virus, although it's pro problematic and a lot of research scientists challenge the data, the quality, different aspects, and also 
from intelligence, I can tell you, they never have such virus collected. So basically, this is a fabricated virus. But then that becomes the fundamental evidence, which is supported by the scientific world to say this virus comes from nature. And based on this, they develop many, many other publications and also apply it to different aspects related to SARS-CoV-2 investigation. And also later more things I can stress later with you, like including to the antibody screening, including to the asymptomatic things, all this. But until end of April, I got the intelligence from Mr. Luder that Chinese Communist Party already realized I'm the one delivered the truth out. So I will be the one they make disappeared soon. And also I realized that Chinese speaking country and the English speaking world are totally different. Also our message saved millions of Chinese people and our audience uh, feedback to us, thank to us. But English countries overseas, people suffer this pandemic. And Chinese Communist Party, WHO, their friends let it go. So I want to deliver the message to the English speaking country too. And if I stand up in Hong Kong, as you can understand now, immediately before my message is delivered out, I will be killed. So for these two reasons, I decide to leave Hong Kong and uh, the Rule of Law Foundation, which is a foundation who helps the people anti-Chinese Communist Party to reveal the truth, they help me to escape from Hong Kong. So that's the reason I came to U.S. Did you say the Zhu Wangyo uh, Foundation? Is this the gentleman who's a billionaire, uh, very successful individual? Is that the entrepreneur? Yeah, the Zhu of Mao Foundation related to the Mao School and Mr. Bannon. But this is not the reason that they should get attacked in the media. Because for people like me, this is the only, I mean, reliable way to help me go out and also to help me speak out to the world. And they really helped me. I, I don't understand why people attack me because of Rule of Law Foundation. This foundation is from people who support uh, the anti-Chinese Communist Party activities and donate their money to the foundation to help people like me. Without this foundation's support, I will be already disappeared in China and no one get chance to know the truth and to know the report and my later statement. That's that's so so I you know that's a whole different story with him. Maybe we'll get into him here in a minute because I know yeah. he's got his own YouTube channel and he is uh, not a big fan of China and he's not staying quiet about it. But let me go back to what you said about your five points on why you left and uh, you eventually came to the state. So the last thing you said, you know, you said the virus is not uh, naturals, not from nature, right? It is man-made is what you're mm -hmm. saying. And the way you're saying it, you're saying it with a level of certainty. You're not saying uh, uh, potentially, maybe, it could be, possibly, you know, we need to find a The way you're saying this, it is, it is a very strong statement that you make. So it brings three different questions for me and I'll go through them with this first. So you said at that moment, they went from 62 cases that they announced to 198. Yes. And immediately, one by one by one, they address the right issues. 
If I go online right now to get the cases, China states that right now total, they have 85,291 cases total ever of coronavirus and only 4,634 people have died. Number one, before I go to my next question, how much do you trust the data that China gives to the public? So it means it's hotel death toll, right? I can uh, tell you that Chinese government itself won't believe that, and the real number, maybe we never know. For example, I can tell you how they count the numbers. Like from the beginning, my first-hand information told me that, so from the beginning, the way they delay the cases is to postpone the diagnosis, which you cannot do it in hospital. Already, it's highly suspicious patient which rule out other pathogens, and the government said they do the diagnosis, not the hospital, and then they delay the results. So this is one way. The other way is they give very limited case to the hospital, which cannot give enough patients for diagnosis. And then they use the lockdown to keep people at home and don't allow them to go to hospital without permission. And the other thing is when the people dead in the hospital, if it's according to the U.S. way, for example, we count, I, I did the influenza research before for several years. So for influenza patients, once you get influenza diagnosed and later you die of the complications or you have already have the fundamental disease, but this trigger you and then the guy passed away, count it as influenza, they lead to death, right? But in China, no. So they will give you the test for twice and they give you the ventilator machine once you get, you know, go to the ICU. They try their best to prolong your life. And uh, once they found, oh, two times negative from your throat. So you are the one die of some other reason, heart reason, lung reason, whatever reason, not from COVID-19. And the Chinese way to test it is not the way we are using in other countries, even not the way we are using in Hong Kong. Those ones can reach to 90 to 95% accuracy. But the way in China, in mainland, government on all those uh, different protocols only have 20 to 30% accuracy. They admit it, they knew it. But remember, for twice test, and then you get the uh, as a positive or negative. This cannot be covered by the 20 to 30% accuracy. You use such quality of the way to test people, you have to do like nine times or even 11 times to get the real result. So this is another way that the real cases are ignored. So, so let me ask you, so, let me go back to that question. Let me go back to that question. The way you broke it down, 20 to 30% accuracy. So. When we in America, we don't know what's going on in China because we don't have NBC, Fox, CNN, BBC, social media, yes. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. We don't have nothing in China. So a lot of the U.S. media just reports what China gives us. And we don't have a freedom of press in China to know here's what's going on. Exactly. When we go on Google, which is what presses to America when we want to get our data, if you go on Google and you type in U.S. China, U.S. has 328 million people living here. That's our population. China has 1.393 billion people living there, right? Yes. U.S. has 6.86 million cases okay, of COVID-19. China has only 85,000 cases of COVID-19. 
U.S. has 202,000 people that have died in U.S. China only has 4,634 people that have died in U.S. So what you're saying is that China has a lot more? Because as for, for somebody that's you, it almost seems like in the U.S. the numbers are reported bigger than it really is, and the numbers in China are almost being reported smaller than uh, what they are. What would you say to that? So I want to say is I don't have the first-hand information, and I can let you know that China government tries their best to show people that this is not a big deal in China. So this is uh, something they can control very well. As also they mentioned, they have the so-called successful vaccine, and they have zero cases. And even from the like April to May, they start to claim that, oh, the new cases are all imported from other countries. And what else China government have stressed? They also said this virus come from U.S., origin from U.S. And also they even want to stress it to some, except for the poor animals, they won't tell you it's from outer space. So together with all these things, I think it's easy for people to understand who is lying and why can you trust their death toll number and the situation about COVID-19. So you don't trust any data that China gives about the number of cases? I've been in China for over 30 years. I grew up from this whole system and I have so many contacts there. I mean, uh, uh, relationships there, vast network, all these things together, I can tell you, don't trust it. And, and you're laughing. It's it, it, you're almost like laughing at Americans that we believe those numbers. That's what you because in China, in U.S., people thought that everyone can tell the truth. So if there is something like that, at least you can hear from someone or from some media. Although maybe it's not the mainstream, you still can hear from other voice. But in China, and even now, I think China, uh, U.S. people can understand. Chinese Communist Party is so powerful in controlling your voice, your thinking. So they have their propaganda and they have their very strict structure and strategy to affect these things. For example, in my case, I'm the one who want to tell the facts, tell the truth based on scientific evidence and intelligence. But since I start to tell things, they try to make me disappear. And since I go to U.S., even before I exposed in public in July from Fox News, Chinese Communist Party sent the policemen from Hong Kong to Beijing and the Ministry of State Security sent people to my hometown Qingdao immediately when I still on the flight to question my family and to push them, collaborate with them to bring me back. And also, the Hong Kong government, there are dozens of policemen take in charge of my case. And the policemen, 10 policemen at least, search my very small apartment in Hong Kong, which is only 200 square inches. Very small one. Uh, yeah, you know the Hong Kong living situation. And then the, Hong, the University of Hong Kong Vice Chancellor Proof Zhang Xiang, who is actually back from U.S., his uh, academic uh, fellowship in the engineering field in U.S., who at the same night I fly away, 
called for the alumni and staff in the University of Hong Kong immediately collect all the information about me and search me. And some informer from my school alumni tell through the WeChat all my friends, even middle school friends or university friends that Meng Yang now is in a criminal cases. Everyone has to report to policemen about information uh, related to her, even in the past half years. She has no privacy now. Everyone has to be responsible for the things if you hide any information. All together, they see. And then the China recruit a cyber military woman, those people to attack me online. On Twitter, on Facebook, they establish many fake accounts using my profile, my name, and try to spread the misinformation represent of me. And since I tell the truth and publish my report last week, my Twitter account immediately gets shut down by Twitter without any reason. And the interesting, I can tell you, you know what? I have another anonymous account which I use just to share some information. No one knows that me. Just because I share the same phone log in the two accounts, that small account is shut down at the same time. And Facebook labeled me as fake news, but at the same time, they allow those fake Li Meng Yan account alive, spreading the misinformation. Even thousands of people try to complain, no response from them. Yeah, you know, that's a, uh, by the way, 200 inches. Uh, I'm sure you were trying to say 200 feet because 200 inches, my shoe. Oh, yeah, sorry. 200, 200 inches is like this big. So I'm sure you're talking about 200 feet because face, yeah, sorry. Feet standing up, it's kind of weird to do that. So, okay, so Facebook and uh, uh, Twitter, I'm always curious to know why they're defending uh, uh, China and they're so worried about protecting China. But we'll get past that because I know both your video was taken down on Facebook and Instagram of Tucker's and uh, uh, your Twitter was suspended without any explanation. So first point is you don't trust any data. Great, check. Let's go to the next one. For you to say this with a level of certainty that you're saying it, you're not saying it with any hesitation. You're not saying it with any doubt. You're saying it with certainty. I believe in God, but I can't say I 100% believe God exists factual because I haven't met him. It's faith. I believe, you know, faith is believing in something you have not yet seen, right? That's faith. That's why we say, I believe, right? You're not saying, I believe you're saying, you know, this is man made. What gives you this level of certainty to say, you know, because when you say, you know, you're not leaving anything for somebody to come in, uh, uh, you know, uh, make an argument because you're just saying, you know, so you're getting so many targets at you because you're saying, I know for a fact this is man-made. How do you know? So briefly, what I can tell you is there is only one truth for this COVID-19 things. And the truth is, it is not a nature origin jump from bad directly to human. And I say I know because more than my scientific evidence I present in this report and also the next one, which will come out soon. I also have intelligence in information and uh, also i know deeply about this chinese communist party and because of my special position in that collab in hong kong i know those kind of top uh virologists in this world 
I know I stay with them for several, uh, for many years. I mean, actually, I was in Hong Kong for eight years. I, I know this, some of these people, like Professor Malik Pires, um, not late, uh, just, I mean, several months later since I go to Hong Kong. And also, I can tell you, uh, my husband, who is also a core scientist, work in the same lab. He is the most trustful helper for Professor Manik Paris and both of them from Sri Lanka. And this is a very specific bridge for me to get more familiar with Manik and also know more about these things. I cannot tell too much in the media at this moment, but I already get contacted by the US government, the relevant people. And uh, based on all these intelligent things and my scientific evidence and the fact I get from China during the COVID-19 happened, get gathered, all the things clearly can tell people. This is from the lab and this is the things intentionally released from the lab. Okay, so, so I'm going to come back to what organizations contacted you because I do want to ask you that. Uh, who you had the interview with. Maybe we can talk about that here in a minute, but let me stay on this topic here. So while you're saying this, I go online and I research how many total virologists we have in America, because I'm just curious when you're saying a number like that, I want to see what this data comes out. It tells me in America today, uh, virology, there are 19 total degrees, uh, different kind of degrees. You can get into that virology. Uh, there is the average salary is $108,000 your income. Total people workforce, 2.73 million people. Uh, uh, average employee of a virology in that industry, 41 and a half. I don't know how many virologists there are in America, but I would assume there are many. And there are many intelligent people in this space, many doctors, many people who in America are comfortable going against, because this is a freedom of speech country. This is not a, if you don't, we're going to do execution. If you don't, we're going to do this to you. If you don't, we're going to you're going to be a defector from America. We don't have a lot of defectors from America because nobody leaves America. Everybody comes over here. Defectors come over here. So why is it that you're the only one that's so public about it saying man-made? And if there are other people that are on your side, who are those people in America that have credibility as a doctor? Not I'm a, I'm a person that's got a YouTube channel. You know, Steve Bannon, maybe somebody that works on Trump's campaign. So a lot of people, he just got, you know, the whole scandal that he had. So a lot of the public may not trust what's coming out of his mouth, unless if it's people on his side, right? You're, this billionaire Gu, Wang Gu that uh, escapes China and comes here, there's a lot of weird things that said about him on a Vice interview. So why is it that you are the one who knows this is man-made and all these other experts who have many, many years of experience are disagreeing with you. Okay, first let me stress that. Uh, what I can tell you is I cannot list the name for, the re for some reason, but I can tell you first, when I just arrived Los Angeles airport to transfer to New York on 28 April, uh, FBI stopped me, the customs stopped me, and then the FBI, when they heard I'm coming here to tell the truth of COVID-19, they told me, trust but verify. And I work with them because I have like eight hours for uh, transferring in that airport. So I work with the customer officers and later FBI 
to talk about the story. And after that, FBI, trust me, and also Homeland people came out, they heard about that, and they protect me to go to the flight, go to check in. They hold my cell phone at that time because there are some evidence uh, in my cell phone. They need to make the backup. And they promised me to give it back two days later. And two days later, the FBI agent from Los Angeles airport fly to, US, uh, fly to New York and gave my phone back to me face to face with New York FBI agent. And after talking, New York FBI agent arranged the top uh, biologist or biologist from FBI, the very senior one, talked to me for a whole day about the lab made this, um, how to explain it. Yeah, so they have verified my things. And that all happened in the first few weeks when I arrived to US. And later, when I have my report, between the, uh, during uh, April 2, I published my report. Actually, there are top experts, the senior people, relevant people in the US government already know this. And we talked and they read my report. So that's why also there is no peer review, but all the feedback strongly positive support me. And these are the people, people back to me to support this evidence. Also, uh, the whole scientific field kept silent. But you see, I even list out how do they do it? What can they do to make it? And what materials they are using to make it? I also reconstruct the procedure for most proper way they can make this virus in the lab within six months using their unique Joshan bat coronavirus as backbone. Until now, did you see the people I list in my report come out to argue with me in scientific work? I mean, I list clearly that if you check the reference, over 100 reference, they show you it's like children map. You know who has done it and who themselves published to tell you this part, I'm the expert. I have been done that for decades. I'm the one who are using this technique, but somehow leave evidence in the genome. This biologist, this biologist, now I can tell the name. You, you check my first report. We have listed that woman, Shi Zheng Li. We have listed uh, Dr. Li Fang in the University of Minnesota. And we have listed their collaborators. Also like Professor Malik Paris, who returned immediately when I left Hong Kong. Although he has millions of millions of funding and he decided to work for another five to 10 years in the University of Hong Kong, immediately returned. All these people, why don't they come out to sue me, to argue with me using scientific way? But the Chinese Communist Party using their way to suppress my report. I know this is also we try our best uh, write it in a plain way to make the common uh, people can understand what happened. Still, I mean, it's a little bit difficult for many readers to really understand the meaning. Then what I see is like in the geographic, National Geographic, that journal, the scientist who clearly has a real, um, strong correlation with Chinese Communist Party and uh, 
also support the nature origin theory, come out to use lies and the misinformation to mislead the readers. Uh, I have asked some my team member because I know the Twitter account now. My team member has helped me to post some in English explanation online, also under the Twitter of National Geographic. We point out all the lies. They cannot argue with us based on the scientific things, but they can change the world. For example, if I say there is a knife, some people get killed. In the home next to him, there is a knife, very specific shape, and also the knife has blood on that, and we know this knife only belongs to the neighbor. This is evidence, but they explain it as everyone has knife, so knife means nothing. Do you understand the difference here? No, I, I get that, but what I'm trying to say to you, I mean, look, when you, mm. I, I've looked at the National Geographic, we'll get into that here in a minute. When you came over here, you know, they asked the Chinese embassy about yourself. They said they don't know who you are. They've never heard of this person before, meaning you uh, over here. But and then you're making these claims that this is for a fact man-made, which, by the way, let's just say it is man-made. It would make it would make life in America a lot easier because then all would happen is they would go face the tribunal, bunural court and China would be they having should. trillions of dollars of reparation they if it can be should. proven. But if it can be proven. But the question I have is, you're saying you know. So why don't you unpack? I know on Tucker you talked about the fingerprints, how just like you have a fingerprint. Can you yeah. unpack that and explain that for a second? Okay, so basically the finger, uh, we have a very unique fingerprint which can identify you, right? So the virus, we can simply understand the genome as a fingerprint. So based on this one, you don't say that we use some parameter which have, uh, may have different definition, uh, uh, definitions that different people have different understanding. No, this is just like fingerprints, the solid one. So the people can recognize the virus genome and to say, oh, this is this virus, that is that virus. And also the way we know which virus involved from some other virus, also based on the genome analysis. And this is just like for the uh, SARS-CoV-2 virus, this is just uh, 30,000 uh, letters. You can call it letters, a nucleotide. And so based on this, what I can tell you is this clearly shows that it comes from bad coronavirus, the Zhoushan bad coronavirus discovered by military in China, and also the unusual character in the virus, which leads to the very unusual uh, harmful result when they attack human. So these things also you can see from the genome. And uh, it's like, for example, they equate two functional parts, which was already shown in SARS and also in other lethal virus like Ebola, high pathogen avian flu. They equate these two parts into one section, like it, like human very much, without any uh, hesitation, they just bound to humans receptor. And also, they leave the kind of, uh, you can see this is like, um, this is definitely everything uh, in the in the genome, it shows that how they cut paste it from the other thing to this genome. And also, you can see there are very, very 
a specific identity between the E protein to the bad coronavirus, which means they are totally 100% the same, and it never happened in the other similar, uh, this kind of cross-species virus. So all these things, uh, together with other things, you can see it's like you check the fingerprint and you see the evidence of copy-paste, and you see it come from others, and these copy-paste are meaningful to make it harmful. And who has done it? Those group of people under Chinese Communist Party control, and they are the experts. They have working for decades, as I mentioned in the reference list. They just focus on this, and they own the biggest virus bank in this field. They are spending years to collecting this virus all over China, all together. And I'm the one working on vaccine development. I have my patent for the universal influenza vaccine on pending. But what I can tell you is all this change is not for the medical purpose of vaccine development at all. Another way you can understand it is like you want to give a toy gun for your kid, but you have to remove the bullet. And also you want to change it to plastic, not the steel one. But this one is like you said, I want to make a toy for my kid, and then you keep the whole gun and you add a sharp knife, you put one more missile, and you give your kids, oh, this is your toy. Somehow, yeah, it's not safe, but good purpose. How could you believe that? Yeah, so my follow-up question to you on that would be, who in the world is qualified, certified, trained, educated enough to be able to identify the fingerprints like you described the genomes to understand that this is man-made what people in the world uh people have the, need to have to be able to do this i think this actually if they really want to understand these things the people who have bio uh, biology or medical degrees they can read more things and they can check online and even for the smart students in U.S., like the middle school kid, I think the way they are doing searching online can also help them to understand this report. And also, I have another report coming out soon to help them understand more about the relevant situation in this case in a scientific way. And uh, the one thing is, you said there is no other people come out to support me, but I do get support by the contact me directly or put recommend in my academic profile research gate of this uh, report. And also we know many people, because you know this academic field is actually a very small group and people usually focus on their own specific field and don't want this term to the other field. So in this case, if those top uh, virologists or famous coronavirologists, especially I told you the ones who work with me, work in China, they are the top people. So they say we have the theory already, and then they have the enough power together with the Chinese Communist Party and WHO, all these people to influence this academic field. And later, there are more benefits. For example, when they published the nature theory, like bad woman in February, there are problems. But later, more funding come out to the researchers based on the nature theory. And they use the funding to do this 
further investigation, they, it's very, very difficult for them now to admit that actually the fundamental theory is wrong because that will give them trouble to their investigation and their reputation. And also, Chinese government from the early beginning want people to thought the animal is a host, this comes from the nature to human. And I can tell you another fact, which I didn't tell in US media before, because I have no time, that just in 16, yeah, 16 January this year, when my supervisor, Liu Peng, he has no much information about China's uh, COVID-19 situation, but he asked me to focus on one type of the animal called raccoon dog. So he showed me that picture from an email. Someone fed this information to him, said, go to treat this animal. See whether Wuhan people eat this thing, and uh, it's like you won't get evidence. But I'm Chinese people, and I did the investigation. They think Chinese people doesn't like it. Maybe someone ate, but it's never be a popular one or something specific in Wuhan or whatever. And there is no evidence show that any animal DNA or animal residue left in any sample in Wuhan because all the sample in the seafood market was cleaned and only 30 three sample from environment was collected by Chinese Communist Party before 1st January to show the world that these are the environmental sample and only one water sample shows positive for SARS-CoV-2. That means no animal evidence from any sample in Wuhan, but China government and also some people they want later further investigation, just target to the intermediate host. And uh, the raccoon dog is like the suspicious target, like the civet in SARS-1 before provided to some researchers. So that's, uh, that's interesting you're sharing that. But for me, it goes back to the same thing. It goes back to this needs to be somebody. I said, I asked the question from you. Who, uh, what expertise does somebody need to have or certification or training or degree to be able to do the kind of research you did to find out that this is man-made? You said biology, medical degree. So anybody that has a degree in biology or virology can go get access to coronavirus. Someone has it, look at the virus and see it on the inside based on whatever kind of method that doctors use to find out that it's man-made. Anybody can do that? They, or they, have, they have to make effort in reading the articles and then they need to understand the things behind that. But that's not very difficult because I have seen that people message online or post on Twitter that they read it. They have the bioengineer background or they have the molecular background and they can understand. Fair and enough. also like let, the let Japanese- me Let me come back on that. So let me ask you this question. So mm. for example, here's, you wrote your paper and National Geographic comes out and says, why misinformation about COVID-19 origins keeps going viral? A Twitter firestorm promptly erupted. Prominent virologists such as Kristen Anderson from Scripps Research and Carl Bergstrom from University of Washington took to the internet and called out the paper for being unscientific. Chief among their complaints was that the report ignored the vast body of published literature regarding what is known about how coronavirus circulate in wild animal populations and tendency to spill over into humans, including recent publications about the origins of SARS-CoV-19. The experts have pointed out that the report 
uh, uh, whipped up wild conspiracy theories and wrongly accused academic journals of plotting with uh, conspiracies and con uh, censoring important evidence. And on top of that, Angela Rasmussen from Columbia University said, I'm going to scream if I have to explain the fact that many viruses have cleavage sites, uh, uh, cleavage sites. They said, guys, they missed the information. So I said that I'm is a question to you. I'm going to come to a question to you. Yeah, it please. looks legitimate because they use a lot of technical jargon. But in reality, a lot of what they're saying doesn't really make any sense, says Rasmussen. She has that the type of cloning that uses restriction enzymes and the outdate is, is very outdated. And so it's unlikely to be used to make a viral bioweapon. And on a basic level, making an engineered virus is not a trivial matter. Scientists are still uh, just trying to understand the molecular and genetic reasons why some viruses are more infectious than others. Anyways, she continues, right? But this is where I'm going with this. Here's where I'm going with this. I think it's fair to say this is a very important matter. Yes, we have seven and a half billion people, nearly eight billion people exactly. in the world. This country named China has 1.393 billion people. They have 85,000 cases. Only 4,600 people have died. They post a picture saying in Wuhan, a water party was put together with concerts and people are out. Everything's back to normal. Would you be comfortable? Would you be able to, if you're in the same lab with Rasmussen, with uh, uh, these other folks, Kristen Anderson, with Carl Bergstrom, with any of these other Jonathan Eisenhower, or, you know, would you be comfortable? Would you be able to go in a lab? and show them exactly how you're able to prove that this is man-made, not uh, uh, just through animals. Would you be able to get in it with a bunch of experts to say, here, let me show you, let me exactly show you here how I did it. Would you be able to do that? Of course. I mean, you know what? Chris Anderson, he is the one writes the famous paper who supports the nature origin as a correspondent author and the first author. Uh, that paper's name is uh, Proximal Origin of SARS-CoV-2, which tell people that this is come from nature and with a lot of flaws in his theory. This one is published in February. And of course, he's the one who come out to said this is never come from the lab. But he, and if you check his Twitter, he turn off his comment when he comment about this thing. I mean, I'm the one suspended from Twitter. I won't tell the truth to people. And I reply to people who rarely read my report and ask questions in ResearchGate. But why him, as an expert in this field, face to these things, turn off his comments? Don't allow people to open discuss with him. And also, the other professor, like someone mentioned that is during clear things happened all around and of course this is not something specifically uh, invented by Chinese lab or by some labs but as I said this is something like the knife in the next to the dead person and very specific here it means it's in that uh, uh, SARS-CoV-2 virus that uh, lineage B virus as we clearly mentioned in the sentence in that type, that group of virus, we don't have this uh, cleavage site. And we have another figure, beautiful figure, next to that explanation to show people, see so many, so many, so many virus, know this site. But then you said in other virus, 
why don't you talk about Ebola? Why don't you talk about influenza? We know you learn from those virus. And that's why later after the understanding of that green cleavage site, it was purposely uh, in, equipped into this SARS-CoV-2 to make it more harmful. So I stress it clearly in my report, but these people don't allow me to talk. And they, they just tell the things, show their expert with the title in the journals and media. And you, if you check this kind of, all this kind of article, actually I have 26 pages, list the authors of those publications, the people who can do it, who works with them, who are expert, who is good in this, they call some old technique. No, that is classic, traditional. Even this year, that technique is published by Dr. Li Feng in the University of Minnesota to show how they swap SARS-CoV-2, that part, to SARS. We cite that paper, and those experts using their position to lies, to mislead people who trust them, who cannot read the paper or who don't have enough time to understand this paper. And uh, as still as I mentioned, First, I have the support from the real expert in US government, and also I have feedback from other scientists and researchers who can understand this paper. And the third thing is, like those people I listed in the report, who I showed that they can do it and they did it, to come to argue with me in a scientific way. I, I mean, welcome the life open debate, but don't let people tell in journals use the similar comment as, oh, this is not the academic institution, just because I have to escape and I'm faced to the life danger. And also drag to it political. This is not political. You guys make it political. This is about the global health, about trace back to the pandemic, the reasons, about how to solve it from the beginning. It should never happen from the beginning. And also, don't just use the same word again and again, said, oh, this is nonsense and this is hilarious and use the lies, mislead. Please, I have listed so many, many smoking guns. Don't just drag little bit terms out and use your lies to cheat people. That's my statement delivered to the world. You know what? When I published this paper, they said I don't go through peer review because that is the, the very, uh, how to say, scientific way to let people know this is a real scientific paper. But how many scientific papers from Nature Science Cell Lancet was withdrawn, was pointed out to be fake data, misinformation after peer review? Thousands. And, uh, when I submit this to the preprint website, the bioarchive, which is uh, a big one under the Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory, I submit it in last Sunday, 7 p.m. East time. They said it usually takes 24 hours to publish online because this is no peer review, basically just check the format. And the next morning, 8, from 8 a.m. to 9.30, the whole website broke down. We have evidence who is scared of my article and even the database is shut down, broke down. The same database under the laboratory, the Med Archive and the Chem Archive 
are okay at that time, but only the bioarchive get attacked, or you may, I, I believe that is hacked, we have evidence. That's why I have to turn to Zenodo. Once we published it from Zenodo, just after several minutes, I told it on Twitter that I published it, Zenodo got somehow attacked and broke down again. So who is scared of the report? I put myself to be responsible for the things I state, and I welcome the fair life argue, open argue, based on the scientific evidence about these things. But why I get silence? And you say, Tucker interview me, and Tucker also get attacked, get suppressed. And how could you let the other, I mean, scientists and researchers come out support me in public. I mean, someone support me, but if you want them to go to media, you know, they have to face to the attack. So yeah, this, is this, is this something, is this something that if we got the top 20, you guys all clash, you don't agree, you don't know what you're talking about. You're all, all these people, all of you together in the same room in a lab. How many days would it take for you to be able to be able to prove not papers, in a lab, how much time would you need to be able to prove this is man-made? Uh, to be clear, you mean to let people really understand, like, for example, I give a presentation to explain it to the people in the lab matters they can understand or not. Do you mean that? Well, how did you find out that this is man-made? Didn't you go in the lab and go through the virus and dissect the virus to find out? I mean, this is I already provided where you can reconstruct it in the lab. So, so, it's so, a part two, part so two. did you reconstruct it in a lab the first time you found out it's man-made? Not by myself. I gave you the way that is available and using the traditional way is convenient, in my, which is listed in the part two of my report so that, from this one. It's like a recipe and with every step. I mean, of course, Perfect. you can argue the little bit change and because I'm not the one who watched them doing this for all the time in the Wuhan lab, How long would that, that. How long Six would that months, six months minimum. So, so look, here, here's why I'm saying this. Look, for me, I'm skeptical about both sides, okay? And I like being skeptical about both sides because I don't have a 100% data on both sides. I don't know if it's man-made. I don't know if it's natural. I, uh, um, I uh, quite frankly, don't trust both sides 100%, and I kind of want to hear it. I want to see all the people. This is why we have debates. This is why we put Biden and Trump in a room on September 29th to debate and see what we can believe, and we get to choose who we want as a president. If Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is watching this, which I have a feeling they're going to watch this. I know Bannon's going to watch this. I know all those guys are going to watch it. My recommendation is why don't you guys call for all the skeptics to come in the same room together, including yourself, and hash it out and let us watch it. Let us watch yes. this debate. And one more thing, very important, you know. So why don't these people I listed in the report come out? They are the ones, they feel offense, if they feel this is some lies and which humiliates them or ruin their reputation, they should, they should come out and go to that room, debate with me, face to me. Oh, I welcome it. Like it I welcome it. I would like it to be alive. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, live. Let us all judge for ourselves with the way people react and how you guys go back and forth. Because 
I don't think this is one of those things where uh, 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 this is not who's a better rapper. This is not who the better basketball players because people's lives don't are not on the line. Million people have died because it is nearly a million people have died because of this. The way that the reports have come out, this is a very important matter. The world stopped for six months. Trillions of dollars were lost because if this is man-made, they need to be held accountable. And if you, based on your research that you're making, you're not right, I think we also need to know that you were wrong in certain places. Yeah. I think that's what I want to know myself. So, But let me go to a different angle here. Let me go to a different angle here. Lee Wenliang, okay, this was a gentleman, an ophthalmologist who worked in Wuhan Central Hospital. Uh, on September 30th, he sent a message to a group of fellow doctors warning them about a possible outbreak of an illness that resembles severe respiratory syndrome, SARS, in Wuhan, Hubei province, China, where he worked at. This was meant to be private. He encouraged them to protect themselves uh, 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 from the infection. Days later, he was summoned to Public Security Bureau in Wuhan, made to sign a statement in which he was accused of making false statements that disturbed the public order. He died on February 7, 2020. Did you get a chance to meet him? Did you have a relationship with him? My friend know him. This is a small group. We are the similar age, the doctors. And just the 31 December, even before the news come out, I already heard about that. And uh, also, uh, Dr. Living Liang Sings already get known as doctors in Wuhan at that time. So even among the alumni group, when the doctor from other cities to confirm this, the doctors in Wuhan, they're not to say anything because government don't allow them to talk about it. They just show the mask emoji. People know, shut up, but wear mask. This was shown in the Fox News, that documentary, the 30 minutes one released in July. Uh, so a follow-up to this question here is, uh, they say he died from coronavirus. There's a lot of conspiracies about him. Are there any other stories, you know, since a friend of yours was friends with them, what do they know how he died? He was punished by this as an ophthalmologist. He was sent to do the first line the, to treat the patients. And at that time, as I said, no enough protection in Wuhan, right? And even later, government didn't give them enough protection. And also, I can tell you, even then, although government now don't admit and they even push his family to keep silent, but even their death is because of the postpone of treatment purposely from government. Postpone of treatment from the government. So they didn't yeah. treat him and they wanted him. So in yeah. direct, what you're saying is that was their way of executing him. Uh, sorry? That is your interpretation that that's their way of making him die or not even letting him die. So if he can get the treatment, the rest on time and things can be changed. Okay. All right. The, yeah, the, as a doctor, I cannot say 100% of them, but you know the chance. When you make comments like that, when you make comments like that to me, I see you're reasonable, you're not emotional. I ask it because I want to see if you're going to give me an emotional reaction and you didn't, which means you gain credibility to know that you're not coming from a place of anger or you're not upset. You're just trying to get to the truth, and I respect that. On May 14, 2020, the FBI issued a statement on a new investigation. China-affiliated cyber actors have been both targeting and compromising U.S. organizations conducting COVID-19-related research. These attacks aim to steal research results related to vaccines, treatments, and vaccines. And according to Wall Street Journal, U.S. officials stated that China and Iran started such attacks as early as January 3rd. 
to try to get data from uh, America to see what they're doing because they wanted to find out more about COVID. In, in, the, in the space of China, when you're there and you're living there, you lived there for 30 years, there is the media, there's news on what you watch on TV, and then there's real talk on how people talk behind closed doors, right? Yes. How are the people, how do they see China, uh, uh, the media, the government, the CCP? How do majority of people in China, the populace behind closed doors, see the government and the CCP? I mean, to be honest, the, the propaganda in China is quite powerful. Surveillance is quite strong. And after the case of the case brainwash, there are really certain parts of Chinese people are brainwashed. And also that's our Chinese government want that kind of education to people. But for the people who realize the society, I mean, at home, in private, or tell them, maybe when they are talking to kids, they will tell you that they complain the government and they know, for example, in different aspects, like the, you go to school, you face to the unfair things, unfair treatment, and you go to work for the promotion, for the competition, there are different unfair treatment. And also in the media, we have to say the false news, like, uh, fake news, for example, our Ministry of the Diploma always tell that U.S. spread virus to China. It origins from Europe, U.S. salmon, and even now outer space, people cannot say no in public, but deeply inside, I mean, the smart people, they know these are the lies. The thing is, they are scared of the government, and also that's why there are not only me, there are some other people also wake up and dare, not, uh, dare to tell the truth through different way. Like for example, with this media, the broadcast, all donate to the Rule of Law Foundation to support people who are fighting for this, fighting for the truth. So, so, so that's very interesting what you're saying. That So the, do people in China have access to VPNs to, uh, uh, to, to get on Facebook or YouTube? Uh, anybody in China have access to anywhere outside, because when I was speaking to Nomi Prince, who used to work at Goldman Sachs, she told me, she said, when she would stay at the Ritz or at the hotel, in the uh, in the business center lobby at the highest level, they had access to social media, Facebook, and uh, news. So if they did, wouldn't there be other for the people of China to be able to see and follow the news in U.S. Yes. or other places? Uh, I mean, using VPN, right? So VPN is not safe for them. The government allows some VPN to be used between certain people, for example, working in the foreign companies in China or the top people in the universities or some like this, or some common people who buy VPN online. But I can tell you first, the VPN is very instable in China. The VPN is easy to get ineffective at any time. And also, once government want to trace you through VPN, they did it. They can do it. And there are many cases happen in China that because they use VPN, so government even put them to prison. So this other thing, and another thing is, there is a special military called cyber military online, which is actually maintained by, by Chinese Communist Party. And they recruit the prisoners, all the students, all the common people, and just to do the propaganda things and attack the truth against 
Chinese Communist Party and also target like me online. So these people, they need to go through VPN. This, so they, yeah. They need to go through VPN. So, okay, so here's another question for you. I interviewed Yonami Park, who was a defector from North Korea. She went to uh, uh, China, then South Korea, then she came over oh, here. I heard about that. You've heard about her, and she gave a talk. It got 50 million views in a couple of days. Uh, uh, she said in, in North Korea, they called Americans American bastards, is what they call them. What does the media in China call Americans? Uh, if you check the Global Time, you check the uh, CCTV, and uh, you check the Ministry of Diploma that their statement, I mean, they called like Pompeo as, uh, I, I say, how to translate like the, all the people's enemy, like this kind of word. And they use the uh, liars and uh, even bad word to describe this. And also another thing I can tell you, that I'm, I'm not sure how many US people know this, but our Chinese government always try to use the people's unknown about US to make them have some strong uh, emotion to, against the US government. For example, during 911 time, I was a middle, uh, middle school student. At that time, when 911 happened, our government put it on news and allow the student to watch it and encourage people to applaud for that because it happened in US. So they encourage this kind of things. Although at that time we are young, I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one who feel uncomfortable for this situation, but we cannot speak it out because we are still young and the teachers and the government, they won't lead you to that, you know, opposite side to show that this is something happening in US and because they are our, you know, enemy or not friend. I mean, this is very bad. I don't want to harm US people's feeling. And I want to stress we Chinese people are innocent because this is a government lead propaganda. Even you want to be against that, you cannot speak out because you will be kept to silent immediately. Here's another question for you. Uh, who on media does China uh, paint as good people? Like, you know, if we're in U.S., you'll see the media, you know, you, you, they'll say they're friendly with Israel. They'll say they're friendly with, you know, certain countries that they have good relationships with. And you'll see it from media, you'll see it from the government, you'll see it from the politicians pretty consistent that we have good relation with certain nations. What countries do China, does China paint the media as being friendly? Like what does China say about Iran and North Korea? Well, I think they call them the good friends, right? Because we say it in the Iran, yeah, our good friend, I mean, from the code as a government, good friend, North Korea, always good friend. And this you can verify from the news. And if you need, uh, I think there are many people can translate it from Chinese to English and provide the material to because it's in public. They are our traditional friends. Anybody else that's your traditional friend of China, like Iran, North Korea, any other countries or no? So, sorry? Uh, any any other countries that are considered good friends like Iran and North Korea? 
I think they sometimes have some other good friend, and it's just up to the situation whether they collaborate with them. Sometimes like, U.S. are friend too. U.S. is friend when they are making the deals. That makes when sense. U.S. support them. That makes sense. Again, you say things like that, it gives you more credibility because you sound reasonable when you're saying what you're saying. You know, <laughs> the, the other part I want to bring up is you've been talking about the fact that you know. Uh, uh, um, you know, you're not safe, you don't feel safe, so you can't disclose where you're at because, you know, China may be coming after you. And even this interview, we're not conducting on Zoom. The interview is being done on a completely different platform for you to feel safe, which we accommodated. Of course, we would accommodate that. But why do you not feel uh, uh, safe for your life? Like, what can China really do to you? You're in America. How could they hurt you in America? Oh, uh, there have many ways to do it. I am under protection now. And what I can tell you is, for example, my iPhone, the one I was using in China, contact holder, and I bring to the US and even FBI hold it for several days for the evidence. That phone was hacked. And uh, during June, when the Fox News gave the exclusive shot uh, with me for four hours, and at last they said, oh, we want to check the some evidence on your phone. I said, okay, just hide the, my friend's identity. And I show the phone to them. I remind them, be careful, Chairman Xi may smile to you through my phone. And they laughed, ah, funny. And when they, I switch on my phone and there is no internet, no SIM card inside. Once I switch it on, I switch the WeChat on, their camera detects the infrared unknown infrared from my iPhone and they are scared. The host and the staff said, what happened? And I asked my lawyer, asked, I said, I told you they hacked it, right? And also like in the Beer Hammer show, I got the live interview in the unknown location. I tried my best. I mean, you can see the, almost like here, only the wall behind me. But somehow the Chinese uh, cyber military people those agents analyze my that video and locate it and post online to threat me said we know you have a location here. Sometimes they did the wrong analyze, like where I get the Fox News interview. They said somewhere else, but they really did it wrong. But that means these people always focus on me. And I have to move from Manhattan to now this is new place because that place is exposed. I cannot tell you the Specific things. I don't yeah. want to tell me your location. Yeah, but, all these things. No, I don't want you to tell me your location. What I'm, what I am asking you is, mm. so what if they know where you're at? What are they going to do to you? I mean, you're in America. You know, they're not here. You are in America. Yeah, but you see, I am the witness in the whole pandemic from the early beginning, and I'm the scientist and the doctor. I can explain the things to people in a reasonable scientific way combined with the intelligence and other things. Sure. And also, I'm the one who did it from mid-January, which was the first one in the world. They cannot deny. Now they try to say, I'm the one just come out after half a year, so I collect information online to tell No, we have the broadcast online, recorded the time and the thing I was told. Uh, I, I told people, right? So this all together and with the evidence I have, they know. If I am silent, I disappeared. It's very, very difficult for U.S. people and for government to find another one to tell the truth. And that will help 
Chinese Communist Party or not? Uh, are you currently in communication with anybody in China? Have you some of no. you reached out to even you? my no. family? I shut uh, okay. I shut down the and cut off all the connection. Makes sense. Has the Trump administration at all reached out to you to offer protection? Some senior people from the government, what I can tell you, including the expert, they some talk to me. Say, some of them have. Yeah, some of them already have done that, and uh, also they read my report even before I publish it. So that's why the question about peer review, oh, which they is they read it before you published it. Yeah. Okay. They're totally convinced that that's why when I get attacked for that you don't have peer review, don't, no, it's okay. I just think this is an urgent thing, and in case the other power try to manipulate or reject it or hide it, I want to show it peer review to the world, to everyone as a peer review. If if you are uh, uh, if your if your sources are that accurate of what you're saying, and if I'm on the Trump administration and I'm watching this, I would want to protect you. I wouldn't want to leave you where you are. I would need to offer protection at the highest level to bring you in in case, God forbid, something were to happen. In case, God forbid, something were to happen, because if what you say is true. This could be the biggest cover-up of this century. Yes. If what you say is true, it could take decades, generations for China to regain trust from other nations. If what you say is true, and it's a big if, and I'm hoping the people on this side from National Geographic that's owned by Disney, I'm hoping Daily Beast, I'm hoping these doctors, Rasmussen's, I'm hoping all of these folks that are calling you out I'm hoping they agree to do a um, debate or even sit down where we can kind of uh, make a decision for ourselves on uh, what's going on over here. So, uh, you know, before I wrap up the interview, I want to give you the floor and give you the final words. Assume at this point uh, uh, this video stays up. Hopefully YouTube sees this as a fair interview and they keep it up. They're pretty good to us. Assume this video stays up and many people have watched this. What would you like to leave the viewer? The viewer could be folks in the White House, the viewer could be average day-to-day -day people that want to be educated, the viewer could be a couple of these doctors that called you out, the viewer could be uh, many of the media platforms that are going to write negative reviews about this article and they're going to contact me to want to write the paper because this has happened in the past before. What would you like to say to people? Okay, the first thing is I want to tell the audience that I do it just because I'm the doctor, I'm the scientist, when I say the truth, when I know the truth, I know that is urgent for the global health. It's not for me, for myself, and not for my family. It is for everyone. I mean, everyone deserves the truth. Everyone has to protect yourself, protect your family, and we should get void of such pandemic soon. And the only way to solve this one is to understand why it happened how it happened, who did it, and then go back to the fundamental beginning. It's like the doctor treats a patient. If you don't know why he gets an infection, you don't know the pathogen, and this may come back again and again, become recurrent. We should not allow these things happen in the future. We have to protect our next generation, protect the people who we love. So. Everyone can go to Zenodo or go to my research gate, the academic profile, 
or go to some other database where people share this report there. This is for free, open access, only 26 pages. Please, this is related to yourself. Read it, learn it. You will know what I said, and I will show the next report. Together, as Chinese Communist Party and WHO claimed that we need the scientific evidence. These are the scientific evidence. What I do is not because of the reputation or any other benefit. Just to let you know the truth, you can go to verify by yourself, but don't just mislead by some report. Go to check the report by yourself, and you will know the truth. Thank you. Dr. Li uh, Mengyan, thank you so much for your time. We're going to put the link to the research below for people to go read for themselves. I had a chance to read the whole 26 pages myself. I highly recommend for the viewer, if you're watching this, if it's up, I highly recommend you share this text, it, tweet it, Facebook it, share it on uh, uh, Instagram, wherever it may be for a uh, conversation to get started. The biggest thing for me is to start the dialogue, and uh, hopefully this can lead to us getting to the truth, whatever the truth, maybe that's all I'm interested in. I want to know what's really going on over here. Again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for agreeing to this exclusive uh, long-form interview. I believe this is the longest interview you've done. I appreciate you being uh, willing to have the courage to come on and be guest on Vitamin. Thank you very much. And I thank you for all your effort to spreading this fact to the people. Thank you. Thank you. I'm curious, do you believe her? Do, do you believe her story? Do you believe what she's saying is true? Is it man-made, is it not? I mean, you saw some areas where she got pushed. Couple things that makes me think about it is number one, she didn't tell me to not ask her anything. Like she didn't say, you can interview me, but you can't ask me X, Y, Z. Obviously I didn't ask her about family, but she didn't say you can't ask me about anything. You know what I mean? So in certain ways you're watching it to see if she's telling the truth or not. I'd love to see all those guys come together and hash it out and debate because this is a international matter. It's a foreign matter. It's something that the world was affected by. But do you believe her? Comment below. And by the way, if you enjoyed her interview, I also did an interview with Yeonmi Park, who was another defector who escaped North, uh, North Korea, and she went to China and then South Korea, and eventually ended up being here. And she gave a message, I believe, at 13, 14 years old, that the video got 50 million views in two days when she gave her talk about what her experience was like escaping North Korea. But there's a lot we're learning about, you know, North Korea, South Korea, and China. And, if you've not seen that interview, click over here and watch that interview. If you're not subscribed to the channel, please do so as well. Thank you for watching, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.